Rocky Mountain mixed down. We're, we're talking music in your hometown. Other places do. Welcome, welcome. All are welcome here. Rocky Mountain mixed down. Welcome to the Rocky Mountain Mixdown podcast, where we discuss and document the making of the Colorado music scene. The Rocky Mountain Mixdown is a launchpad for Colorado bands, artists, studios, venues, producers, industry folks, and the music they create. Hosting today's episode, we have John Remington. Hello. And Liz Vasco. And we are here in the studio with Jen Tatro and Brooke. I don't know your last name. Holman, right. I knew that. Um, Of the band Card Catalog. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having us. Hi. (laughs) I like Thanks for being here. Yay. Good afternoon. Um, Y'all, this is a non-dudes in music episode. Forgive me. Sorry. (laughs) I wish I I I wasn't here. (laughs) We have Janice here today with us. (laughs) Jonathan. Janice. Jonathan. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Jonathan. Yes. You guys, welcome. You Did you know that Card Catalog is one of the longest standing bands that has been at Doghouse? Because you were here before we even came. I did not know that. Yes. Okay. I remember you were like some of the first ones I met. And I was like, Card Catalog, I got to look that up. <laughs> and you had just, or you were, then soon after, I think you released your album. When did you guys? When did you guys um, get on board? Get on board um, here, like at the very House. end of 2018. Okay, well, I was I was trying to figure that out with Kelton last night. So you get you came here in 2018. Yeah, that album released 2018. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're right. Time flies. I remember thinking that I met you, and you're like, "We released an album," and I was like, "That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cool." Quite the lineup change since then, though, right? Yes. Uh, since then, since COVID, we've got uh, Brooke Holman on bass. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, Holman. Whoop. Yeah. Holman. That's Holman with an H. Kevin Kirkpatrick on drums and Rob Spears on lead guitar. And actually, I'm stoked. Whoa. <laughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> to talk a little bit about what we're doing now. We just... We just wrote our first song together last night in the studio. Tell us about that, Brooke. It was not completely finished, but it has a really great bass line, and I'm, ba- I'm biased. I love that. Still working out the vocals, but so many good ideas. Yes. If you could describe it in a couple words, what, is it, what does it sound like? What does it feel like? Soup. I would say super <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Oh, it has a great bass line. And that's actually how the that's actually how the song came about was Brooke came to us with this riff and Kevin and I immediately were like, That that's a song right there. Well, can I hold you up real quick? Yes. I didn't come with you. Uh, I, I didn't come at you with a riff. I <laughs> edit that out because I did not mean to say it in <laughs> no, that way. Words that. are important. <laughs> the way you use words. Uh, no, we, it was one of our first practices, yeah. actually. And uh, you and Rob were talking, and then I just started jamming on that, and Kevin joined in, and then you just started singing to it. It's a little uh, it's like <laughs> adventure Ooh. Uh, via talking. 
that I didn't have to do. Um, yeah, that was like a year ago. You're but right. But thank God for voice memos on the phone, right? Yeah. That's how we came back to it. I was like, this a is year a year later. One year later. <laughs> SpongeBob. It's funny because when you were playing that, I remember that day. We were in Studio A mm. and we were playing and I'm like, we need to record this because I was like, this is a banger. I just like, I think we all kind of knew like this, some, there's something to this. It's movie, it's groovy. I think what we're trying to do is go more into a direction of uh, making music that people want to move to and want to dance to. Mm-hmm. And so booty shaking music. Booty shaking. Yes. Going away from the old transitioning into something new that mm-hmm. is exciting. I like that. Everyone's got a booby. Booty. <laughs> Everyone's got a booty. Wow. To shake. So it like came up kind of organically. Like everyone just like felt that they were like, yeah. So many carbon chains happening. It was amazing. What? I think it came up organically, but I think... <laughs> oh. It's just a little chemistry joke. <laughs> oh, the worst. Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, I think what we're noticing and realizing is that writing can be difficult sometimes, and it's a collaboration. Some people write best by themselves. Some people write best with one other person in the room. And we've kind of taken this idea that Brooks come up with. This is the, like the foundation of this baseline. And we all went into a room together and we're like, how is this going to work? And it's worked and it's working. And I'm, I'm impressed that we're all, you know, adding our own little seasonings here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we made a full recording of it last night and I've listened to it over and over again. I'm like, this is good. This is catchy. I like it. Um, So we're all adding our own ingredients to the soup. Yeah. (laughs) What's the hook? The hook Uh. is the baseline. (laughs) Oh, like the vocal hook or like, is there a phrase? Oh, yes, there is a hook uh, in the in the chorus. And we're not totally sure if we're, I don't know if we're totally sure if we're going to keep the actual lyrics that are. We have to words. keep our lyrics confidential until we are but ready yes. to release them. Okay, sure. To the public's. Yes, that's fair. Good call. I think you'll like it. Yeah. I think you Fight will. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how the band works. <laughs> <laughs> How long? So you guys have been playing all together as your current group for a year and a half? Like a, a year, year and a quarter. Oh. oh, that's right. We started in June. You're right. Yeah, a year and a quarter. For some reason, I was thinking we started in September, but that was when our first show was. So we've been gigging for a year. You've been on a tour? We did go on a tour. Tell us about that. <laughs> Tell us about that, Brooke. Yeah, so we went on a tour. It was in the Midwest. We had a van that we rented. I don't know if you're, what, what, what kind was it again? I don't remember. It was it like was a, a Chevy Express Chevy. van. There it is. Yeah. Big old baby. And they are notorious for having something called the death wobbles. Oh. Which we got to experience firsthand. <laughs> Lucky Oz. Yeah. Thought that the tire blew and it did not. It was just the death wobbles. That's all it was. What is that? Um, so it starts wobbling and you feel like you're going to die. No, it <laughs> sort of feels like uh, if your tire just explodes and it's um, shaking in a way that made me feel like all of the equipment in the back was going to fall on me while I was napping. That's just my experience. <laughs> but then we just, we were only maybe 30 minutes from the next show, which was 
in Missouri, actually, at my my old um, sculpture teacher's new winery. Uh, but we made it, you know, just like 30 minutes extra time put onto that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. And then we had to leave it there at the winery. And thankfully, uh, they were really nice to hold it. It was a little bit chaotic and stressful. We had to start a little late, but everyone was okay with it. And um, we ended up Jen's Jen's dad drove all the way from Wichita to come pick us up and then drive us back to Wichita in this tiny, tiny little truck with the U-Haul attached. Oh, for all your stuff. For all of our stuff. Uh, That's so sweet. The dad saved the day. Brooke's dad saved the day. And my dad saved the day. That night, um, my dad drove us to our Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere where the GPS... (laughs) showed it as just in the forest and we had to find it at night uh and uh yeah there was like a a sign with a with some kind of really intense gun that says no trespassing <laughs> and we're like whoa i hope this is the right way and um the airbnb was kind of empty when we got there and we woke up and there was just a ton of military men um practicing their drills in the morning um at the house at the airbnb which I found out actually is someone I went to high school's sibling owns it oh, <laughs> after that. You never know. Small towns. I think it's a hunting lodge. I'm not sure. But yeah, my dad drove us there. We didn't have service. We figured it out in the morning and we were able to get to the Wichita show just in time. And it was what, was like 103 degrees or something. Oh, um, yeah, we had to change our clothes. I did. I don't know about you, but I got... A little sweaty. It was swampy. Yeah. (laughs) I will say that I think that van was cursed. I think there was a black cloud on that thing. (laughs) Because when we picked it up, uh, we got going and we got to Omaha. And it was so big, it wouldn't even fit in the parking spaces there downtown in Omaha. And we almost hit all the cars around us when we got out of the van. And then we almost crashed when we were getting out of the parking lot. Oh, no. And I was like, this thing is so big, I can't even hang out in the gas station. I'm just going to be over here on this, like, kind of, like, by the road. (laughs) And then we got back to the Airbnb, and I'm parking it in the driveway, and I just smash into this post from the the running boards. The running board just crashed into this pole. So I messaged the Airbnb lady. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I just smashed your post with this van. So we put it out in the drive, out in the out on the side out by the sidewalk then we go to the gig that night we're parked in the slot right near the venue and this girl hits the car hits the van with her car oh and I'm no like, what is going on with this van why does this keep happening tell them who it was that hit it okay so rob's like rob gets out of the van because it was rob brooke and i hanging out in the van rob gets out of the van he's got his phone on him he starts taking pictures of the license plate you know in case they try to leave Mm -hmm. and she gets out and she comes over to us and she's like i'm really sorry and i'm like you know what i think something's going on with this van i think this thing is cursed (laughs) i was like don't feel bad and she's and i was she tells me who she is and we find out that she's the opener that we found to play with us at this venue, and I'm like, you know what, uh, just well, let's just let this go. It's right. fine. It's a rental. It's a rental. <laughs> and so then immediately, you know, we go home, we sleep, we get up, we're headed to Versailles, 
um, my hometown, Brooks hometown, her alma mater. (laughs) And we're driving and I want to say it felt like there was like a mini earthquake like happening inside the van (laughs) and things were rattling and I was watching Rob with a death grip on the steering wheel and the wheel was just shaking and everyone was shaking and I was just like, oh my gosh, we're going to go off the road. Yeah. I didn't pee my pants though. I'm really proud of myself for that. And (laughs) Do you do that regularly? I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but I want to (laughs) shift to the positives. Okay, yeah, let's hear We've been so doomy gloomy about it. There was a lot of positives too, such as uh, our Omaha gig. We saw these two women in the crowd and um, they were just very attentive and we talked to them afterwards and asked if they were there to see the opening band or the local band. And they're like, no, I came here to see you. We looked you up on online and you looked like a fun, uh, you know, queer band. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Woman fronted band. And so they ended up hanging out with us actually at the Airbnb that night. And um, yeah, nice. one of them got herself completely into the washing machine. That's right. Yeah, she was just like, "Uh, do you think I can do it? I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to? And she's like, yeah, watch this. And she did. She even closed the door. How tall was she? She was taller than I am and taller than Brooke, I think. I think she was probably 5'6"-ish, 5'7". So you basically met a contortionist. We did. It was interesting watching her get into that machine. She was stretching, (laughs) and then she'd barely put some of herself in, and then she just closed herself up into the machine. Some cool pool table moves, too. Yeah. We played pool downstairs. They had a pool table there, and we, yeah, we all played pool. It was really fun. And we never (laughs) talked to them again. Oh, but it's nice that they like, they were like, yes, we need this in the Midwest. Yeah, we'll drive for hours <laughs> to get there. They did, they did something similar to that. They did drive a while <laughs> to get there. Things are spread out out there in the middle. Of the, as you know, that's like you're, both of you are from the Midwest, right? Yeah. yeah. Midwest, yes. Kansas, Kansas and Missouri. Yeah, we hung out with them for a while and... They were all stoked, and they jumped in the van with us, and we drove them over to our place. You're like, it's going to shake a lot, but just hold out. Hold with us. Ooh, another positive at my sculpture teacher's winery, my 88-year-old grandma came and stayed the whole time. We played until, what, like 11.30 or something? Very late. And she stayed the whole time, and she danced to our music. And it was such a touching moment for me. Even some friends from second grade came. I don't know. It was emotionally charged for me. I was a little nervous to play pony in front of my I was grandma. just going to ask if you sang <laughs> pony at that show. We did. Yes, oh, we, we did. did. It's my very favorite of all of your covers. I don't think way. I humped the guitar for that one. I think we had a no humping rule Yeah, that no night. humping rule. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't your dad hop up on stage too? Oh my God, yeah. It was the first time in my life I'd ever played music with my father. So he's been playing guitar since he was 11. Um, He's, you know, in his 50s or something now. This is a long time. Um, No, he's been gigging since he was probably 15 or something. Um, He was my big inspiration, actually, to play music. Let's just say her dad rips on guitar. Like, I was impressed. Rob was impressed. We were like, what is happening right now? What kind of, does he play, like, rock or? He usually plays blues, but he's been experimenting more with some, you know, jammy, jammy stuff, but. I mean, he shreds. He's been shredding a lot as, you know, like Steve Vai sort of things, like influences mm-hmm. of just really well-known guitar players. And um, But then he's been experimenting more with just making it more soulful and emotional and having that 
expressed via an instrument, like feelings, <laughs> feelings. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Now, now he's really into listening to like lo like international lo-fi hip hop, and uh, starting a band that's just like he's writing a lot and making it more of a jam style. How was the car ride with your dad, Jen? Did you get a lot of long conversation? It was fun. I mean, it was really cramped. It was it was a good time, though. I mean, I was stoked that my dad was willing to come pick us up because we got done with that show in Missouri, and it was 11 p.m., and I called my dad immediately because that's when we just found out that we weren't going to be able to get out of there. And I said, Dad, I'm you know, can you wake up at, like, 3 or 4 a.m.? and drive over here because it was going to be a four to five hour drive for him and he needed to pick us up at eight he's like i'll do it oh i'm like okay we're safe that's love that's so nice yeah so he grabbed the trailer picked us up and we took off over to that winery loaded up our stuff and got on the road and i think rob was kind of keeping track of like what our time frame was supposed to be because amy Shout out to Amy. Shout out to Amy. Rob's girlfriend. Slash our band manager. Slash band manager. <laughs> slash his wife. She had created these itineraries for us that we kept with wow. us. Wow. And we were reading. And so it showed, like, this is where you need to be at this time. And Rob's like, you know, we're only like 10 minutes behind schedule right now. And we're going to get to Wichita. And uh, we're going to trade out this van. And so Rob and I, uh, Kevin and I went to Avis and traded out the van and Brooke and Rob went to the venue and started like hoofing out all the equipment and so that's probably why you're really sweaty sorry my dad's I'm gonna call him uh some people call me race car tater he's kind of a little bit of a race car tater as well he was <laughs> flying I think Rob was a little nervous up there in the front seat he told me later but it was funny I always know like he drives a little reckless and a little dangerous, but he will get you there and you'll be safe. So Aww. I can't emphasize enough how small this truck was. And it was you, <laughs> Rob sat in the front because he's tall Rob, but then Kevin and Jen and I were all smashed in the back with yeah. some stuff on top of us. It was just for six hours. <laughs> yes. uh, but we had some, some pee breaks and things like that. Um, but we have been saving up money in the band fund so that we can get a more reliable van for oh, nice. our upcoming tour. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, I didn't know you had an upcoming Transition. tour. Yeah, big Europe tour. Where would you like to tour, actually, in the U.S. if we could go somewhere? Not the Midwest? Okay, I agree. Like East Coast, West Coast? South. You know, I've never been to the East Coast minus North Carolina. Let's go there. I'm kind of drawn to the East well, Coast nice. as well. Heck yeah. My sister like, lives there. You could, you could do a lot over there. You could go. <gasps> Ooh, but if we do go to North Carolina, my sister is a very social human being and can maybe invite her friends so we can have like five people. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, designs on recording this new song or any? Oh, yeah. Any releases upcoming? I think uh, what we're doing right now is just taking a break from gigging to write. And we're hoping we had a meeting a couple weeks back and we kind of solidified that we're going to try to do like a four to five song um, EP eventually. So that's what the that's what this is like sparking like this first tune 
We're just going to see how many tunes we can get written before we start gigging again. It's good to take a break from gigging to do that. It takes a lot of pressure off. All of our it, writing styles are so different, too, so it's been interesting. Yeah. yeah. In a good way. I don't mean that. I know when people say interesting, you know, how did that taste? Uh, interesting. I don't mean <laughs> it in that way. I mean a learning experience. Yeah. In a positive light. It is. I think we all hear things differently and have different ideas. And the thing that I've learned in the past with writing with other people, and I like that we were doing this last night, was A, being things like, let's play this, and then let's play this, and then let's think about it, let's mull it over and see what we think sounded better, and then kind of like vote it in or vote it out and... That seemed to work really well. I mean, we definitely use a whiteboard. You mm-hmm. gotta have a whiteboard. <laughs> yes. Maybe even like a whole wall of whiteboard. Yes. Or, I mean, maybe three or four walls of whiteboard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we had one band here that they painted their wall like whiteboard paint so they could write on it. And they just wrote on the whole wall. Oh my God, I've That's heard awesome. of chalkboard paint, but never whiteboard paint. Yeah, it was cool. It didn't erase the best, but I think if you really like wiped it down. We can it do that. Yeah. I give you my blessing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what color? Is it white? I think it was like really light gray. Oh. So it wasn't like you're living in like white walls, but it was cool. So it sounds like the music comes first and then the words get on top of that or do you just like have words hanging out in the background? You're like, I want to throw this on and see if that works. Honestly, I was actually having a conversation with somebody last night about this. I think I personally write best when somebody has an idea and it's just a musical riff. But I typically don't necessarily have a lot of guitar ideas that come out. It's more lyrical and melody stuff. Now, how do you feel like you approach? I'll just have like a vocal melody in my head and then I'll write some gibberish that uh, where the lyrics will fit um, with the right syllables and everything. And then I will change the lyrics later to actually make sense. Um, and then usually I write music around that, uh, trying to figure out what it is in my head. But this time when we're writing this new song, I mean, that was bass first, like instruments first, and then trying to write vocal melodies and lyrics around that, which is slightly different than what I usually do. And then I imagine Rob, like, probably noodles, and, like, that's how he writes. Rob's really good at structure. He's good at the producer side. He puts on this producer hat, and, yeah, he's got all these structure ideas, which has been nice, because in the past, um, like, I know certain song structure, like, certain forms, but he just looks at things differently and wants to try things out and presents these ideas and we're like okay let's give this a try and most of it all of it a lot of it has come out really sounding great oh my gosh we were just messing around with the verse really was where that baseline lies and then he just threw something out off the top of his head he's like well what if we just do this for the chorus and then we're like that's really good and we kind of stuck with it since he's a, a mastermind i think it's nice to have someone in the band that like has that kind of brain that's like oh here are some like classic structures like let's see if any of these seem to fit what we're doing 
Because I don't think like that either. But it's nice when someone brings that in and you're like, oh, yeah, we should try that. Also, shout out to Kevin because I think he's a rhythm master and he'll just kind of create these beats that sound so good and it's so fun. Um, you know, and he'll suggest things. He's like, you know, maybe we should syncopate on this part. Just this one part. I'm like, you are a genius. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I see you guys over there doing that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he's he's coming up with his own ideas too. Like, you know, Rob's got ideas for him behind the kit and then he'll kind of just go with it. Like, this is what I hear. It's like all, each of us has our own little strengths that we're just like throwing out and throwing out these ideas. Like, they'll just throw this at the wall, see if it sticks. If it doesn't, we go to another idea. It's sounding great. I, I think it's... Uh, I enjoy it. I think if you write a song and you think that you at least enjoy listening to it, then you're on to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I feel like everyone's first mode is to be like, oh, I don't know, is this garbage? So you're like, I like it. Yeah. I'm into it. And not in like an egotistical way, like, no. oh my God, this is amazing. But I'm like, this is good. This yeah. is catchy. I think other people would want to listen to this too kind of thing. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <Yeah>. It is. <laughs> It's also another word for boring. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? It's like, as a callback. That's the callback tone. It can mean anything. Yeah. Interesting. It's sort of like, bless your heart. You're like, what does it mean? <laughs> Is it good or bad? <laughs> so Halloween just happened, and I always think back to two years ago with the uh, Radioactive Babushka card catalog show. Oh, Blast. Wonderful. Loved that show. Um, but there was something that happened with Rob's uh, nipple. Oh, that. Oh, it's always coming out. How did I miss that? You missed the nipple? Yeah, what was I doing? How did you miss the nipple? nipple? Okay. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but for some reason, I ended up doing a lot of banter that show. um, Probably to fill time, and I was just feeling chatty. Um, (laughs) So, Rob, does this thing. Can I say something once just before you could go? No. (laughs) Okay, I will. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm just feeling blue, I'll will, I will rewatch that episode because it Brooke is so funny in that episode and it makes me laugh so hard. I just wanted to say that. Wait, just give me more compliments and tell me how my one eye is, <laughs> looks really awesome. You have a great yeah. eye. But I have rewatched that episode a lot just to listen to that banter because I'm like, <laughs> this is gold. Yeah. Okay, so Rob uh, often wears cut off tank top sort of things. Um, and when he plays, his strap happens to pull said tank top to the side ah, uh, yes. in the middle. And so his nipple is just exposed a lot of the time. And I like to call it out to him. And he, <laughs> I do it often and he never cares and he just leaves it that way. And I think it's one of the funniest things. And I guess on stage, I called it out, but I just whispered very loudly in the microphone. Do you want to hear what it sounded like? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> and the, everyone heard it. I don't know if Rob heard it. He probably did. And he just didn't look at me and he just left it out. Probably flaunted it a little bit. Which is good as a him. You should. Yeah. Flaunt your nipples. Yeah. It's always that left nipple that comes out too, because that's the one that, you know, pulls the strap and then it's right in Brooke's view <laughs> and he was wearing like a real cool outfit like he had like those bright green yeah. spandex 80s, pants yeah. and uh-huh. 80s band outfit so it kind of went with the outfit to have like the exposed nipple yeah. <laughs> with those tight spandex yeah. like neon yellow leopard print Brooke and Rob were like 80s rockers that uh-huh. night for sure yep 
And then Kevin had like a demon mask or something. He always has good Devil masks. on the drums. So that was the first time I ever played with a wig on. And then the second time was the most recent show we played with you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Huh. Too hot. Too well, hot. It also, just there's always the risk of it falling off. And it threatened me multiple <laughs> times. And I couldn't move around as much as I wanted to. Right, for fear of the mask. Maybe they're like professionals have a way of keeping it. Maybe they know a trick we don't know. Well, I need to ask the professionals. Yeah, who are they? I don't know. <laughs> when those crazy contacts, those like bright, piercing white contacts that you were wearing. Oh, that's going to be my new thing, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, as a stage presence, I'm just going to wear them all the time. Or at least one, my good eye. <laughs> good eye can my do, pretty pull eye. it off. Yeah, <laughs> or I'll put that over my bad eye. Yeah. Should we all just wear those white contacts, everyone in the band? I want it to be my thing, Jen. <laughs> but if you want to rip that idea off, that's totally fine. But what if we fine. all have different colors? You get to be the white. What if I'm purple? The white walker. The white walker. What if I have Winter purple? is coming. What if Rob does like all blacked out Ooh. eyes? Oh, gross. Yeah, I think that should be Kevin's though, because yeah. Kevin's the demon. Oh, maybe Rob could do red. Yeah. Rob could do red. Like the red eyed. He does like red, he actually. Like if you red. ever look at his shoe collection. He, has, he and Kevin both wear nice sneakers. No, and you are so Jen. Valid. I got nothing on those guys, though. They have a truly enviable sneaker oh, Rob collection. has a collection. Tell them about Rob's shoe collection. Well, real quick, I'm just going to say, because you shouted out to Kevin and to Rob and to Jen about their shoe collection, and I just want to mention my nickname in the band, Yes, which will make sense now. Uh, I am Mom Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I do not have a great shoe collection. <laughs> I don't think that's true. You have great shoes. Oh, I splurged on some high-top all-black vans, but that's about all I have. You've got those nice boots. You've got some nice boots. Buttes. Buttes. Yeah, we got some, you got some nice buttes. You got some nice <laughs> Thank you. It's a rain for a walk. Um, okay, so Rob has a really awesome shoe collection, and a lot of them are red and white or red and black, and a lot of them are Jordans. Mm-hmm. He keeps them in cases. We don't want to talk too much about Rob's personal shoe yeah. storage stash. It's, it's really impressive. But all the t- you wouldn't, just meeting him, you wouldn't necessarily know this. Like, he doesn't come across as someone who might be really into shoes. Oh, God, Rob, I'm so sorry if you didn't want this uh, outed. I feel a little bad now. <laughs> Let's stop talking about Rob's shoe collection. Rob's amazing, extensive, clean and organized shoe collection. Okay, let's move on. We bow down to him for his shoe collection. And his nipple. And his nipple. Mostly nipple. that. <laughs> nipple. Um, Jen, your voice is kind of like, I've always thought of it as like a laser beam. <laughs> In, in, in like all the best ways. Um, did you get training or did it just arise? How did you achieve the laser beam? The <laughs> laser beam. <laughs> Let me tell you my secrets real quick. You know, I don't really know how that came about, but I do know that when I was like five years old, I used to sing in bed and my mom would work with me and teach me songs. Oh. And then one day she... Um, had me sing in front of uh, some of our family. And my aunt was like, I think there's something going on here. I think you need to do something with this. And so my mom got that in her head and she started working with me and I started taking, I, I was actually in just in choir when I was young. 
And then she started putting me in these pageants, mm-hmm. which oh. at first I liked. And then as I got older, I didn't like it. I had I started getting some kind of stage fright, I think. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't really want to be up here. This isn't my thing anymore. Um, but I still liked music a lot. And so I started taking some private vocal lessons. And um, I don't know. I, got, I guess if... I guess that kind of answers your question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any other questions <laughs> that go along with that? Vocal inspirations? Uh, like any uh, people, any stars, artists that you... Uh, I think when I was younger, uh, I used to love Michael Jackson mm. and, and Madonna. Well, both, yeah, laser beams. Uh, I loved Fleetwood Mac. My parents had like this you know, five disc or whatever, four disc CD changer in our house. And my brother and I, when we were home alone, we would just put in the CDs that they had there and Fleetwood Mac was always on rotation. And so I was always singing to that. Um, so I don't know. I just, I think something that, uh, that I learned when I was taking vocal lessons is a lot about breath control and your diaphragm. And so that's one of my main things that I think about always when singing is like, if I can get a good breath, then I can do whatever with my voice. And I feel like that's true for anybody. It's, I think me personally, I think that that's where your power comes from is, is your breath. Did your mom also make you do the Macarena in front of uh, their friends and family members? <laughs> no, but did yours? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, please do. I want to know now. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Well, it was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid, oh. and I learned the dance, and they're like, do, do the dance in front of everyone. Dance. Dance for me. Dance monkey. <laughs> and you're like, well, if you insist. Did you like it at first when you were doing it for them? Oh, when I was a kid, I loved it. Now, I, I imagine it would be terrible and painful, and I would not want to do it, so I'm happy that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> so if we have a gig, and I ask you to do the Macarena for everyone. I'll just tell you a no. Okay. What if your friends and family are there? What if we're back in Missouri and... I would probably tell you no. <laughs> well, it depends. Depends on how I'm feeling. If Rob's nipples out, I'll probably do it. <laughs> if Rob's ready to party, you gotta go for it. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I'd be mortified. You'd be mortified if I did the Macarena? <laughs> yes, I would. You prob- Everyone would be. Everyone would be. A lot better when you're a kid, I'm just saying. Yes. It's more fun. It could be a good group activity, like the whole band does the Macarena. Oh, syncopated. Mm -hmm. We do need some syncopated dance moves while we're playing. Yeah. Which I found it's really difficult to move around when you're playing. Do you mean synchronized or syncopated? Sorry, that's what I meant. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking in my head, I was like seeing everybody like dancing at different moments. That's what I thought, like around. Like you start, then I start the Macarena, then Kevin starts the Macarena. Oh, I was just saying at the same time. But I think that would be by doing it like row 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 okay, boat so synchronized. would also be interesting. Let's mm. let's talk about this later. <laughs> We've got ideas. <laughs> Take these ideas. I'm also and supposed to pocket. do a somersault over you while I'm playing. Once Ooh, we get wireless, wait, really? We've talked about it. What, you'd need like a mini trampoline, right? Or can no, you just, no, 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 no. You can just do it. Just off an amp or something. You just do it. Meaning like a back roll. Kind Listen, of. I did parkour Whoa. for a week. Parkour? I'm fully confident in my abilities. By a week, I mean like a few days, and then I, uh, I think I ripped my ACL. But um, I am fully <laughs> confident <laughs> in being able to <laughs> roll over your back, <laughs> like, just with some practice, maybe. That's a great idea. I know. I even wrote in my show notes about how you all have like a cool stage dynamic. 
And I think a lot of that is like, you do seem like very good friends, like the whole band really. And friends that you're like, huh, I don't know that I put all those people together, but it works so well. I do love our bond. I think we all um, really have good energy together. And uh, I don't know, just even our our writing styles and our personalities just seem to to mesh. Um, I mean, we're all very different people, um, but we just kind of complement each other. And I don't know, I feel like I felt that on the on the tour, we just kind of came came together more, I guess, um, closer, and we almost like lived like a little family, just spending twenty four hours a day together. Um, yeah. I don't know if I could have done that with a lot of other people, but it it felt very comfortable and homey with my homies. Ah. Mm, oh snap! Sorry, that was so bad. Yeah, we're kind of like a little family now, and you're right. You never would have thought, like, looking at us, like, maybe individually by ourselves, Mm -hmm. that we would all come together, but we do. And we do have, we do kind of have just this natural, organic stage dynamic with each other, and we just kind of feed off of each other. And uh, we, I think the main thing is that we're having fun, Mm -hmm. and you can see it up there. It's not something that we're just pretending to be doing. It's like, oh, I'm having fun. You're having fun. And now we're just showing the crowd that we're having fun. And now we're all having fun kind of thing. So I think it's also really fun to interact with each other. I say, okay. So one of my goals almost every show. <laughs> so Rob is so far away from me every time. And I would say he doesn't interact with us as much. And so... My goal almost every time is to go over and try and interact with him. There was a time we were playing Killing the Name, he jumped with me, but then another time we were just we were just interacting so hard and it was one of the happiest times for me playing a live show. You can just see it in the video in my face. I just light up. Um, anyways, that's just sort of a thing. I've, I've even told him about it. I don't know. That was a bootstrap, right? When we took that video. Yeah, it was bootstrap. Yeah, you guys were killing. Every time I, we were killing, killing in the, in the name, name of. No. Oh. Yeah, I always try to. It's my goal. Interact with them. <laughs> you remember that one time though, when you guys were next to each other when we were at Tetra Lounge because nobody wanted to be in the front of the stage. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Back in the shy days. Oh, oh. This was our first gig, and none of us wanted to be. Up front, and even you didn't want to. Well, this is this is this is what happened. Oh, <laughs> are you telling the weed story? Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's hear Where it. Can I don't marijuana. usually partake in the marijuana, <laughs> and we had this weed gig, and uh, so oh, first I remember show together, this. And we we're setting up our stuff, and we turn around, and they're setting up weed tents, and this guy pulls out this giant joint that I thought was a Subway sandwich. Oh my God. It was a forearm. And then he lights it while we're, while we're like practicing. With a torch. Doing, yes, with a torch. Oh and the my. smoke is just coming at us. He's blowing it at us. He's on, he's by the stage. He's like sitting on the stage while we're setting up. And, I, and then I'm like, oh God. And then, then we go inside because if you want to go to the bathroom, you have to go inside and it's just smoked out in there. So you don't we, have to. We go inside, <laughs> go to the bathroom, we come back out, we're supposed to start in like 10 minutes, and instantly I think Brooke and I are high, and we're looking at each other. It's hot boxing in the bathroom like, on accident. I was like, I'm not going up there. 
you're standing up there for a second. I'm not standing up there. Neither of us wanted to be up front. Well, Brooke ended up being up front in the middle. Took one for the team. She did. Thank you for doing that. All I could think about while I was up there was I don't remember any of the lyrics. I don't want to be here right now. And every song that we played since we were so high, I guess, just felt like it was just running off the rails. I was, everything was so fast. I was like, oh, God, I can't, I can't be up here right now. Oh. <laughs> and I think we were all having those fe- I think you and I were having those feelings. I don't know what Rob and Kevin were feeling, but... Yeah, well, that I did start to understand physics. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I just I remember looking over, and this, this older woman, I mean, I don't want to assume what her age was, but she was older and she just was ripping that forearm blunt. <laughs> like oh like it gosh, was nothing. It was like, yes. If I can't even handle going to the bathroom. <laughs> it was a fun time. In the end, it was fun. The crowd loved everything that we did and okay. we were like, wow, we got through that first show. And then after that, we were like, we can do this. And we got a lot of compliments afterwards too. When someone was like, came up and they're like, are you best friends? Yeah. <laughs> we were eating like to the, the two of you. <laughs> yeah, we were just sitting there eating, and someone's like, "Excuse me, are you guys best friends?" Like, what a <laughs> weird a thing question. to ask. <laughs> Brooke and I were like, "Should we get <laughs> snacks?" <laughs> yeah, we did have. Uh, interestingly enough, we had a lot of people come up and sit with us and and just talk with us, and oh, they're nice. like asking about the band and asking about us, and I was like, "Oh, so we do have." something good going on here. Wait, we did get invited to play at like Las Vegas or something from that one guy. Yes. He gave us his wow. business card. He's like, yeah, we'll pay for you to go there. And I own this thing. And he never got back with us, but... It was another weed convention. I was a little uh, scared about it. I'm like, you're like, do we want to get typecast? Is this gonna be? Uh, I'm high part two, and I don't want to be here, and I'm gonna run, run away. We'll pay you in twenty five dollars <laughs> and joints. Yeah, you're like, I don't want any more joints. <laughs> I remember Kevin telling me about that. I think he had a great time. Oh, I'm sure he did. Like he was like, we played the coolest place. It was this crazy like weed. Like you could like smoke in the plate, like in the venue, and. It was definitely an interesting experience, I think. Uh, I don't know. It was fun and unique, I think. I've never even been to a place like that before, but now I know they exist, and and now I'm going to get a membership because of all the weed I smoke, (laughs) and it's going to be great. Should we go to what have we been listening to this week? Oh, sure. Yeah. How how long have we been cooking? Uh, About an hour. Oh, wow. I know. Time Time is flying by. When you're having fun. I know. Are you having fun? I'm having a blast. Yes. No comment. A blast. A blasty blast. Do not make me answer that question. (laughs) Um, So we do a segment every time on our podcast where we ask everyone just what they've been listening to this week, whether it's music, podcasts, I don't know what else people listen to. Conspiracy theories. I've been, uh, I mean, I guess I'll go. Yes. Um, I've been trying to get myself to listen to... Um, upbeat kind of rock tunes and dancey stuff um, trying to get in the zone for writing what we're trying to emulate or kind of sound like in a way mm-hmm. so Rob sent me this band um, Death From Above mm. 1979 oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so I've been listening to those guys a lot oh, just nice. a duo just a drummer who sings and a guy who plays the bass and sings some backup stuff mm-hmm. they're really good Um, So I've been impressed with that. And then I just kind of have gone down a rabbit hole of like their radio and other people that are like them. So I don't know. I'm just 
getting into that and trying to get into a more upbeat um, sound, I guess. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, I've just been listening to a lot of sad girl music. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Faye Webster, Ada Lee, um, people like that, Lucy Dacus. Uh, but I've also been listening to more metal. I mean, I was kind of in a metal phase for years, and I'm retouching those roots. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm more of like progressive metal, but it just kind of gets me pumped up. But also a little bit of EDM. I couldn't tell you I'm the artist. A lot of them sound the same, but they just <laughs> they just pump me up. Uh, and some country music, actually. More like old-timey country. Yeah, like, you know, Big Iron, stuff like that. And oh, what's it called? Carroll County Accident. Ooh. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Nice. I mean, that was a cover, but... I don't know. That's I what have I've been a question to. for you, Brooke. What do you listen to when you work out? You think I work out? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> what do you listen to? I haven't in a while, but um, sad girl music and metal music. <laughs> oh, you, that pumps you, know, you up? Nothing pumps me up more than sad girl music. I, oh. can't, I, just, I can't emphasize that you enough. You're motivated. Yeah, it's my jam. Interesting. What do you listen to when you work out? I actually don't listen to anything when I work out. Just the sound of your own breath. I listen to whatever's playing in the gym, mm-hmm. and I'm usually like, oh, no. Let's yep. change that song. <laughs> yeah. I like to make suggestions at the gym. I'm like, maybe we could put this on <laughs> instead of Creed. Only Kid Rock, please. They play these funny mashups there, and I am just end up laughing. And I'm like, oh, that's, that was an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> play international lo-fi hip-hop, please. <laughs> An ode to my father. Oh, I know. That's so nice. He's getting into that. Yeah, he's got an eclectic taste. What you been listening to, Liz? Well, as you all might know, we're having a little holiday party um, in December, and it's going to be karaoke. Is it so, in three days? Oh, it's already happened. Oh. It's already happened. So it will have happened when this is coming out. We, we had a, a Christmas party. How was it? It was so fun. And um, I don't have like really go-to karaoke songs. Like Kenny like has a history of karaoke and like he knows his songs so well. And I don't really have a ton. So I've been listening to like The Temptations mm. and Little Richard mm. and The Velvet Underground. I'm trying to decide what I want to mm. Here's Here's a little tip. Yes. Yes. Anytime you never know, just... Just choose Bohemian Rhapsody because no one can ever actually sing to it. So it's <laughs> so complicated and difficult. That's that's my go-to. It's the only thing I'll karaoke to. Oh, nice. Because yeah. if you mess up, it's okay. Everyone understands. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And it's fun. And everyone can join in. Exactly. And yeah. everyone loves it because it's such a great song. And knows it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, John Remington? Oh, oh, me, Liz Vasco. Well, <laughs> Little thank you. me. I, think the, I guess the buck stops here, huh? Yeah. It's the last one. Um, I've been working on the Alex Trainer tracks, so I've been listening to a lot of like Frank Zappa. What's that Zappa album? You said you told me about it a while ago, and then I started listening to it. But it's him and that other famous artist. Oh, uh, the Mothers of Invention. Like the, the Muffin Man stuff? No. Oh. I'll have to look it up. It was so okay. great. So I got to say it on the, I got to put it out on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Apostrophe is a really great Frank Zappa record. No, there's so much yeah. that it's hard to sometimes remember everything. Strictly Commercial is a great collection of his tunes. Hmm. 
I only think of that photo of him on the toilet that's in your bathroom. Yes, I love that one. Every time I use the bathroom here, I just see him sitting on the toilet staring at me. You and me going to the bathroom. (laughs) We're bonding right now. You and me. Hey, stop looking at me. Close your eyes. Keep looking at me. (laughs) Cool. Great. Wunderbar. Interesting. Interesting. That was a really interesting episode. Uh, and, and interesting. Well, is it, is it, are we, can oh, I do the it's thing? It's time to wrap up. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Rocky Mountain Mixdown uh, with Card Catalog and uh, myself and Liz Basco. It's been a blast having you here in the studio and uh, really thanks a lot. Thank you. It's time for me to go say hi to Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use that now. Like, <laughs> just gonna go say hey to Frank. I got an immediate. I got a meeting with Frank in the toilet. Mr. Zappa, <laughs> that's Mr. Zappa to you. <laughs> Talking about logs today. That's hilarious. About what? Talking about the logs. <laughs> oh, 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 the logs. Oh no, I just had to pee. Oh, sure, sure. Lemonade. The captain's log. <laughs> What did the pirate see when he looked in the toilet? Oh, Ooh, what? The captain's lock. Ah. <laughs> That's I should have known. <laughs> I like that. Ooh-wee. All right, well. We did it. Is it Well, real quick, is there anything else you want to blast out onto the internet? I know. We didn't really do that, but we should. Uh, I would say that we started uploading um, some of our videos <gasps> yes, from I the was Fox. That. We played a show at the Fox uh, Fall Show in August, and it was amazing. It was so much fun, and we're just putting out those videos one by one on YouTube right now, and uh, then we'll release the whole um, set. So we have that coming out for y'all while we are writing. Nice. And they look really good, yeah, the ones that are out so far. Fun. Brooke, do you have anything to yeah. shout out? <clears throat> um, if anyone's interested in purchasing solar panels, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's Brooke That's Holman. Yeah, with an H. Yeah, with an H. Brooke yeah. Holman. Yeah, Holman, as they like to say <clears throat> in high school. Don't say that to me. I got made fun of enough. Okay, say it to me. It's fine. <laughs> but I don't I'm get. I don't get how it's. I don't get it as an insult. Holman. Well, my shop teacher would say broke a whole woman or broke a hole in the head. So oh, yeah. hole in the head. I know. Oh. You're like uh, he got fired. Um, I was gonna say that sounds. <laughs> I just laughed and went away and worked on my bread box. You just laughed and recorded it. <laughs> I'm just going to go make this bookcase, this bookcase. Oh! Okay. And that sounds cool. I wish I made a bookcase in high school. I could teach you. A Liz case. Liz case. Yeah. Case work. closed. <laughs> oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> okay. Rocky Mountain Mix down we're, we're talking music in your hometown Other places too Welcome, welcome All are welcome here welcome.